episode four of Girls Gone Sports Podcast. Girls Gone Girls Sports. Gone oh, it's a podcast, podcast about sports. Girls. Joe Burrow. Hey, Santina. Hi, Janine. How you doing? I'm so good. How are you? Good. I'm excited. We're back. Episode four. Such a special episode. It's going to be a great episode. I'm Yay. excited. It's going to be a good one. Well, we are so blessed and honored. If you decided to join us back for another episode mm-hmm. of Girls Gone Sports Podcast, it's a good time, Santina. Like yes. we said, we know Thanks something for coming is. back. I'm glad to be here. I'm glad that you came back. <laughs> still learning. We're still learning. Still confused. Well, we say we know something-ish about sports. Just a little something-ish. Just a little something. Janine, mm-hmm. why is today so special? Today is so special because we have our very first guest Yay! ever on our podcast. We have our very first guest. We are so excited. We're going to be getting into that in a little bit. It's very special for us. You know, we're only in episode four, but we have fans. We have an audience. We have people here to listen to us. I know. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. But before we begin with our guest of honor, I want to give a quick shout out to the Windsor Flyers from Connecticut Windsor. for winning the semi-pro football um, Sunshine Bowl in Miami mm-hmm. against the Albion Warriors. 57-0. Very honored. My cousin, one of my very close cousins. Shout out to you, Alex, for Alex, winning in Miami. Thank you. Zero turnovers, which is pretty big. Zero turnovers yeah. with a total of 291 yards. Very proud. Wow. Of course, it's a sports podcast, so I had to give a big shout out to him. Mm-hmm. He said um, the partying in Miami, it's a good really? time. Yeah, nice. so we might need to do an episode. In Miami. Speaking of Miami, really quick, mm-hmm. did you see that they canceled spring break for this year in Miami? Why? Because just like all the partying, like people like leave trash everywhere. The, it's just, I mean, Miami always has traffic, but it's like the traffic is like insane because everybody wants to come to Miami to party. So well, like, they're going to go Lake George? <laughs> like the Appalachian Trail or something. Appalachian Trail. <laughs> they posted. Lake Erie. <laughs> Lake Erie. <laughs> they posted like, please do not come for like spring break. Like we have these like, um, like um, different laws in place. Like there's going to be no drinking. Wait, what about gonna be the, curfew. the kids that go to college out there? I feel like they're happy because everybody wants mm-hmm. to come to Miami to party, especially during spring break. Like that's the How place. How do you know they're there for spring break? What if I'm there on a tour? What if I'm in a museum? What if I have a job interview? I just want to go to the beach. <laughs> what if I want to go to Disney? That's the closest Airbnb I can find that's affordable. <laughs> but yeah, I just had to bring that up because of Miami. That's crazy. Yay. But anyway. Santina, it's going to be a great episode so because great. who do we have here today? Dante! Dante! Yeah. Hello, hello, Dante. Yo, yo, Welcome yo. on our podcast. This is our very first guest ever. We're so honored is, that you're here this, with us. This is crazy. Janine, Santina, what's up, guys? Hello, hello, hey. hello. Well, we wanted to bring Dante on for our very first episode because Dante, he's not only my brother-in-law, he is the NFL handbook. He is the sports like Rolodex. You could ask him anything oh, about any team, it. any sport, mm-hmm. and he has the answer and he's ready. Dante, would you mind maybe sharing us about your sports background? What are you doing currently right now so our audience members kind of have an idea of what your role is in the sports world? Um, I'm a former football player. I played football since I was, what, like six or seven. Mm-hmm. Um. I'm a SUNY Brockport graduate. Ooh. I have a degree in sports management and communications, and I'm currently a PE teacher, unfortunately. <laughs> and 
And I'm also a football coach. So that's awesome. Um, do you coach defense, offense? So I actually coach offensive line, which kind of, well, I kind of just coach line in general. So mm-hmm. I coach offense and defense. So when you do line, are you also working with a quarterback or that's a separate coach? So we usually have a separate coach who focuses on quarterbacks. Usually when it comes to like reads, footwork, just managing like situational stuff. And usually we'll all separate in the beginning of practice. And then Mm -hmm. towards the end, we do something called team where all the different units come together and we just kind of put the puzzle together. Kind of like summer camp. Yeah, like summer camp. Then why is there a head coach? So like the, if there's like a defensive coach, offensive, yeah, and then the head coach, does he make like the overall decision? Yeah, so basically the head coach is basically like the CEO of a company. So, you know, if oh. you're like running a company, you have the CEO, mm-hmm. you have probably a CFO, you have like a general manager, you have like an assistant manager. So the head coach is the person who kind of just dips their head around and kind of just... You know, they go to different areas and see what's going on and just kind of micromanage and then basically put the whole team together. Right. Oh, okay. That's a great question, mm-hmm. Santina. Thank I you. Like that. Um, Dante, so we started out our very first episode talking about our favorite sports teams, our favorite sports in general. Would you mind div- um, giving us like a breakdown? Tell us about your favorite sports, uh, maybe favorite like cities for sports, college sports, all of that. All right, so I'm gonna just start by saying this. I'm I'm from the Bronx, hey. so okay, BX. You know, you know where I'm rocking. <laughs> Knicks fan, Giants fan, wow, and the best baseball team of all time, the New York Yankees. Woo! So mm. yeah, I definitely think the best everything comes out of New York, mm-hmm. and I feel like we don't get enough credit for it. But yeah, yeah. best pizza. I saw best um, pizza. I saw the Yankees when A Rod was playing, and I saw him hit a home run. Santina, that was like 2008. <laughs> uh no Wait, it was, was like was it really it was like okay it wasn't 2008 i think it, i don't know i was on my travel softball league and then uh-huh. we went to like new york city for a tournament and then we got like the nosebleed tickets and i saw him hit wait sure. when did Derek jeter retire <laughs> I used to think Derek Jeter was like 89 years old, like oh 90 years God. old. And like he, He's in his 40s. <laughs> he looks pretty good for his age. I've, I yeah. looked up his picture not too long yeah. ago. No, Google. it was A-Rod. Yeah, money money can keep you young. There you go. A little Botox. Little, little Botox right? is crazy. <laughs> so, Dante, you're a fan of the Giants? Yes, definitely. Big Blue. Uh, no Jets? Mm. Big Blue. No jets. All right. Wow. Uh, um, Mr. Cutlets, Tommy, if you're if you're listening, <laughs> we'd love to talk to you. Yeah, we yeah we need we need some pizza, brother. Well, how was your? What are your thoughts about this season with the Giants? Um, it was definitely interesting coming coming out of a season the year before where we actually won a playoff game, which is still kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, so I definitely think the uh, the expectation was just super high, mm-hmm. and. We just weren't ready as a team. We're still right. like, we're still young in a lot of positions. We're still pretty inexperienced on offensive line. I do like our coaching staff. I do like our head coach. I like our GM. I like the direction we're going in. But mm-hmm. I think we just need to reinvest and just get stronger in the trenches. Right. So, Dante. What's up? Again, our last episode, we talked about the pricing of the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Say next year the Giants went. I'm going. How much are you willing to pay I'm for I'm going. Okay, but for a ticket. I'm going. <laughs> so are we talking like 31 grand you would pay? I'm just going to say you're going to see me there one way or another. 
All right. I don't care if I have to clean the bathrooms. I'll be there. <laughs> just, just apply to be a janitor. <laughs> you can see the hot game. dog seller. Just hot jump the fence seller. like they do at Coachella. Literally. Let's do that. Mm-hmm. We do a lot. Go so, Giants in the house. So I do actually, feel a little bad for them. Speaking of the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. I actually saw something on Twitter the other day that was actually pretty funny. So I don't know if you guys remember during the Super Bowl, there was a guy who was like, uh, he like streaked. Yeah, I remember I was telling yes, you. Yes, I, I saw this. Yeah. I saw yeah. this. And he like streaked during the game. So apparently the same guy, like hours before the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. went and placed like a, I think he placed like a $50,000 bet that there would be a streaker in the game. So that he literally so placed, he placed a $50,000 bet that there would be a streaker and he ended up winning like 312000 <laughs> And the oh. fine, the that, fine that he got was only like a thousand dollars. That's it. Yeah. So basically, he went to the casino, dropped fifty bins, turned into like three hundred, and then just said, "All right." If you're looking for me next year on the Super Bowl, <laughs> yeah. I oh, mean, yeah. hey, for a quick three hundred. Yeah, we're definitely we're definitely accepting Santina Streaker. <laughs> Can you imagine? So, we'll see you on DraftKings. We'll see you on DraftKings. Um, but you're a Knicks fan. Yeah, Dante. I'm a Knicks fan. Second favorite basketball team, if you had to pick one. The Rockets. The Pelicans. Uh, <laughs> the honestly, I'm such a Knicks fan mm-hmm. that I just feel like rooting for another team would be like sacrilegious. Right. That's you like guys me with had the Bills. such a good like winning streak. That was so I good. I know. Go go New York. Go Knicks. Yeah, yeah I'm go definitely New excited York, for this year. Go New York. Go. Hey. Go hey. New York. Go New York. Go. <laughs> what about um college football? Is there a, spe- a specific school you like to follow? Um, So, believe it or not, I'm actually a Florida Gators fan. Okay, Gators. But they oh. have not been good for like fifteen years. Oh, <laughs> and I've I've I was the only underdog. A, yeah, no, literally, <laughs> I was only a Gators fan just because of Tim Tebow, because Tim Tebow was like my favorite player mm-hmm. to like watch in college, mm-hmm. and I just kind of stuck with the team, and they just have not been successful. I I kid you not, since like I was probably in high school. Wow. So they're just pretty bad, but I mean, I still cheer them on, but I kind of just follow different teams, and I just root for. Good football. Yeah. Who won this year? The I forgot the big championship. It was Michigan. Michigan won the national championship for uh, college. Who was it against? It was Michigan versus um Washington. Oh. Mm. I thought it would be like Alabama or like one of the big like you know, like the big baby big, big schools that we yeah. see a lot. Yeah. So um Alabama actually made it to the uh the final four basically mm-hmm. and they lost to Michigan. Michigan was actually undefeated the whole year. Yes, they were the I remember one that. Team and yeah, so usually usually how it goes with the uh, college football bracket, there's usually like four teams. They take the four best teams. But now the NCAA has now kind of set like an actual bracket now. So starting next season, there's going to be actual eight teams in the playoffs. So now once you get to the playoffs, it's literally win or go home and any of those top eight teams. Kind of like NFL, like win or yeah. go home? Yeah, basically. Like basically they played at. Yeah, basically yeah, turn it cool. kind of a little easier into NFL to make it a little more – even if that would make sense. I mean, maybe it's like an easier transition than if you're going from yeah. college football to the NFL, you're kind of familiar with the rules. Um, Maybe. Yes. Yes, I do. Yes, well, I could definitely agree with that. And when was the last time LSU went? Is that when the Joe Burrow year? Yeah, Joe, Joe Burrow, Burrow went year. to LSU. Yeah, that was like a crazy, it was um, Joe Burrow. Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase, who they still play together now in the Bengals. And one more. Justin Jefferson. That was, and Justin Jefferson is on the Vikings, right? Yes. That was, that's top three. You're never going to get that again. Yeah, never. <laughs> that was pretty amazing. Yeah. Um, but to keep talking about sports, of course, because it's a sports podcast. Dante, why, 
why sports? Like, what is your reason? Like, what is your love from sports stem from? Is it like a childhood memory? Um, do you have a favorite sports memory? Maybe if you could talk about favorite sports memory and like why sports, what okay. makes it so interesting to you? Okay, so I'm going to start off with my uh, my favorite sport memory is actually my senior year. Mm-hmm. We won the Catholic High School League League Champion. And we were actually undefeated that season. So it was just, it was like a, an amazing feeling just to know that like all the hard work we put in, all those hours, all the all the film sessions, all the study sessions that truly paid off. So that was definitely my favorite sport memory. Mm-hmm. Um, and just my why for sports. Sports brings people together. Yeah. I, yeah. I think it's beautiful. Like you can, you can play any sport and play on a team with someone who comes from a completely different demographic a different mm-hmm. yep. neighborhood different you know economic class a different speaks a different language right, but yeah. it's the one thing that connects people so i truly love sports it's truly a thing that knows no language literally yeah i so i played softball right okay I was a pitcher. And the only way I was a pitcher is because my mom went to my coach in fifth grade and told him, I'm like, okay, I'll be a pitcher. I did everything I could to not run. (laughs) I was like, I would, I wasn't a good batter, but I would purposely just try really not. I'm like, oh, I didn't make it to first base. (laughs) Guess I just didn't know. Did did you try catcher? No, that looks so uncomfortable. I cannot be sitting like that the whole entire time. I think I did pitcher too for softball. And then when I want to make it, they're like, try again. (laughs) <laughs> maybe that's where my maybe that's where my uh no like it was fun uh-huh. but oh my god i hated running i was like i i, wa- I literally just wanted to be a designated pitcher i was like can i have a designated, a designated hitter because you'd be out like in the sun like at 9 a.m and full baseball gear and just like sweating and want to go No, because this was in fourth grade no fifth grade when the girls had to wear like the shorts oh so it was so uncomfortable to run in them then you had to slide like I'm too not doing much. That. Slide. I was so late. Can't even put a blanket down. A blanket. <laughs> We're just little put girls. No. No. <laughs> um, Dante, I did have one question for you. What's up? What position in football did you play? So I played. I play offensive guard, and on defense, I play defensive tackle. Now, can you give us the difference between those two? So, offensive guard, you're the next person over from the center, so you're basically located between the center and the tackle and basically you just kind of just follow your blocking assignment so your Mm -hmm. job is to in the run game open up lanes for the running backs and then in the pass game keep the quarterback clean right so you play uh, the whole time yeah oh you play the whole game there is no there is no breathers there's no none of that i would get benched yeah the only way you come (laughs) out the only way you literally come out is if like you're hurt and then fake an injury that's kind of wow. crazy. People, I've heard that that people like will like a coach, right? Will purposely tell their players like, "Hey, pretend to fake an injury so we can." Is well, that true? That's that is true. Yes, but that's like a situational thing. That's done in like higher levels of football. So, like for example, um, if you're out of timeouts, and say if the offense is like going no huddle where you can't get your subs in fast mm-hmm. enough, and you really need to get subs in. You'll tell like a player to like you'll have like a signal to tell a player to like fall and fake your injury because me even <laughs> even if you don't have any timeouts like if someone's hurt they have to like the rules right. say they have to stop the game so now while there's stoppage and someone's literally I guess getting tended to you can sub new people in what's get the, fresh bodies in what's the easiest like to pretend like a Charlie horse yeah you usually <laughs> it's actually horse. pretty funny because um if you watch people that fake injuries. They'll like fall down like they're cramping 
And then the moment that they get the subs in, they'll just hop back up and just walk off the field like Did you see happened. how the one guy in the 49ers hurt himself? I'm not laughing at it. But he was literally running onto the field, I think, yeah. to celebrate or just switch. He tore his he, Achilles. Yeah. What? He popped yeah. his Achilles. And he wasn't playing. He just was running onto the field. He like, was just yeah. running. Did he trip? I, th- no. I don't know what he did. He, I think he just stepped the wrong way. Oh. Heard, yeah, I was like, what? Yeah, he actually, he went to like plant like just normally any way you would like jog he went to like jog and um he planted kind of funny and his whole Achilles just like popped that would be yeah. my luck I think <laughs> if I could ever play football I wouldn't because I'm too scared of like the brain injuries you ever see yeah. those things um that's terrifying yeah. what's it called again CTE, CTE. yeah that's real that's scary yeah yeah, they yeah. Need to put didn't more they padding. make a movie about that yeah Will Smith it's called yes. concussion I never watched it wait there was this commercial Joe and I saw where um I don't know who made it, but it's a helmet for like, um, if you're deaf, right? Mm. It shows like the the plays on there. I yeah. saw that. That's insane. Yeah, I think that's great. Making uh, I would need that even. We were making football <laughs> um, accessible for all, which I think is important. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Yeah, you definitely want to include everyone. Yeah, I love that. Um, so Dante, another quick question. Yes. If there was a position that you could choose to play. Cause it, like okay, so before I ask it, when you like played like col- or high school and college football, were you like I want to do this position? And they were like okay, or were they like no? We think you'd be good here. You need to be here. So I'm actually gonna tell you since I was a little kid, I've always been a heavier set kid. Me, and that's fine. <laughs> so <laughs> I so, prefer big. Bone. Yeah. So when you play like pee wee football, most of the coaches are like dream killers. They'll kind of like tell you like, hey, you're a lineman. <laughs> They'll tell okay. you like, hey, son, you're a lineman. So. <laughs> Just start getting good at it because you're going to be here for a while. <laughs> they need you. Yeah, but, you know, I, I once I started to learn a position, I actually started to enjoy it. I enjoyed, like, hitting Aww. people, having fun, mm-hmm. blocking yeah. people, hitting the quarterback. So I definitely – I knew what position I played once I got to high school. What what position does Saquon Barkley play? He's a running back. He's a running back? Okay. Um, Sorry. Dante loves the Giants, and I just know that's one of his fave players. Aww. So if you had to pick a position – to play like your dream position would you go for quarterback would you go for something else or do you kind of like what what you did in the past honestly i i really like playing a defensive line nice i feel like i I played my dream position yeah play with you. what if someone like what would you do if like if a nfl coach called you tomorrow and was like hey we need you quarterback come on i'm like i'll be there in about a couple hours <laughs> Could you get us like season pass tickets just oh, to be on yeah. the? Oh, Could no, you get us on the guys. field? Oh, you guys are going to be on the team with me. <laughs> we need, well, we need pink jerseys. We've been saying this. Well, for then about, what's like, three the episodes. easiest position? Because I want to do little to nothing. I feel like you could. <laughs> I feel like I could see you being like a. See you being a punter. I don't know. What about just like a social media manager, like something? Or do you want to be yeah. on the field? No, no, no. I meant like on the field. Like you guys um, are photographer. Like what? Like <laughs> like this is a package deal. <laughs> Wait, can I? Are you know the refs that stand under the field goal? Yeah, yeah. Are those like the like one set of refs that stay there the whole entire game. Well, they kind of move. So, so how how officiating goes? Each game has a set of referees, and each referee has to cover like a certain area of the field. Mm-hmm. So they're not there the whole time, but they do move around as the game goes along. Okay, nice. I feel like Dante. What what do you think I could do? I could see you being a coach. A? I feel like you're a really good motivator. I'll be come here right now. <laughs> like your group of kids, remember? <laughs> <laughs> I 
I was amazed. They forgot about I their did, coach. I went to go see one my students play football. Uh-huh. And I just wanted to like congratulate them at the end. Even though they lost, I was just going to be like, I'm proud of you guys. And all of them swarm around it me. It was too. like she was in the locker room. You know, like when you see like the my clips. coach. I was like. I was like, you guys did great. Like, you're like, just thanks. I'm surprised <laughs> I didn't give you a Gatorade bath. <laughs> Not the Gatorade. Oh my god, I, the video of Andy Reid getting the Gatorade bath. I'm like, yeah. Like, do you like not like what do they do after that? Do yeah, they go shower in the locker? No, you just kind of just kind of stand and just soak in it. Just like and you're just like smelling like glacier cherry from yeah. Gatorade. Oh, what about chocolate milk? <gasps> chocolate milk would be nuts. I mean, you I get the protein. The, don't players need protein? <laughs> I would want a large strawberry banana smoothie from McDonald's if you <laughs> if we're taking requests for the Gatorade containers. Large milkshake. Uh, That's so funny. Okay. So Dante, football. Uh-huh. What makes unique from all the thirty two thousand coaches in the USA? Um I guess just the fact that I truly love what I'm doing. And I never get I've never gotten tired of it. I I've loved football since the moment I've started playing. And honestly, I've loved it even more since I stopped playing and became a coach mm-hmm. because I actually now I have to I have to study the game a different way yeah. and see yeah. football in a different eye. Right. But it's nice because you know both ends. Yeah. 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 And it definitely helps because it helps me relate to the uh, to the kids because I kind of reflect and put myself back yeah. in my shoes when I was like in the 10th grade and asking myself like, hey, like, can I do this? Is this something I could do? Right. Yeah. Do I understand this? Like. Are there any coaches who haven't played the game before? Or usually all the coaches like, who become coaches, they've dabbled at least on the field a little bit. In terms of the NFL? Yeah, we could say that. So. Like, but, is it a requirement? Like you but, have. Mo- so, no, actually, there are a lot of NFL coaches who actually haven't actually. Honestly, I think probably more than like 80% of the NFL head coaches never play in the NFL. Janine, we have a chance. Well, yeah. Mo- <laughs> yeah, no. So most of most of the. NFL head coaches are actually like they get instead of like they've played probably in high school or college, mm-hmm. but then they got to the point when they realized like, Hey, I'm not six, four, six, five, like, right. like running like a giraffe. So right. in reality, it's like, Hey, you know, the writing's on the wall. Maybe I should get into coaching. Cause yeah. I still love football and I still want to contribute to the game, but I'm just not, you know, a six, five defensive end that could yeah. run a 4-7. I think seven. that would be me. I'd be like, I love the game, but I'm not athletic. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and that's, that's a lot of people. A lot, yeah. of, a lot of people aren't freak athletes. So mm-hmm. Right. But, like, as a coach, don't you kind of get more heat if, like, your team doesn't do well? Yes. So you do, it, you do get a lot of heat if you're not performing well. And a lot of times, a lot of times that heat is warranted. Like, a lot of times those coaches aren't really doing what they have to do. And then there's other times where there's coaches who are just kind of there for unfortunate situations where, like, say, if your quarterback got hurt, you started your second quarterback, now your second quarterback got hurt, and now your team like literally— Like the 49ers. Yeah, yeah, literally. Literally. Now you have Tommy Cutlets and his um, manager on the field. Yeah, <laughs> Look like a spy. Yeah, stop bringing Wait, what coach was pain. fired this year? Were there any coaches fired this year? Oh, yeah, there's coaches um, fired everywhere. From the Bills, Ken Dorsey. Um, yeah, O.C., Offensive coach, he was fired, and then because we had lost like two, three, four games in a row, and then once he was fired, the skies opened up, and we got um, an interim coach, and we did great, but we didn't quite make you it to the it end, so but we did. Good. Um, who else? I feel like there, there was a lot of move yeah, around a, this year. Yeah, there's a lot of move around. That's there just was a lot of move around. That's just kind of the nature of the I think NFL. The Jaguars fired. I don't know what coach they fired someone. 
No, Not I, the head one, right? No, no, they kept their head coach. The other ones. They probably they probably fired a coordinator. What about yeah, that probably. that game with the Chargers and the Raiders when like it was like a was it the Chargers and Raiders when it was like a crazy like the Raiders like got like sixty something? Yeah, or, it was like sixty nothing. Did, didn't the Chargers like fire they, their head coach? Yeah, yep. Brandon Staley. Wow. Yeah, they got him up that out sucks. here. Sucks. Can you get tenure as a coach? Like it's like like example maybe like Mike Tomlin. Like how he's been there for so long. Is there like in your contract like you can't remove me based on this? Or is so, it just kinda like so, whatever the yeah, owner so, wants? Yeah, so it's it's honestly it's based off the owner. If if yeah. the owner wants you there today, you'll be there today. If he doesn't want you there tomorrow, your office will be empty by tomorrow. Wow. So so and that's that's the thing about the NFL. It's such a it's such a such a unique league where you could literally have a job one year and then a year year after that, like you're literally home looking for work. Right. So you just gotta I, take advantage of every opportunity that you get. Yeah. Kinda like when like a lot of players get moved around a lot. Yeah. Or it's like can you like be like mid year or and then all of a sudden yeah. just like be fired completely from yeah. the team? Yeah. So actually I've I've heard a, a couple of other players who actually played the NFL. They have this like saying. They say the NFL stands for not for long. Wow. <laughs> no, literally, like that's that's kind of that's kind of what the league not is. Like long. if you're not performing, and that's yeah. players, coaches, staff, like front office, if mm-hmm. facilities management. If you're not doing what you have to do, most so likely there's a lot of job security. Yeah. Oh yeah. You're, they're gonna get rid of you. So yeah. that's why that's why it's smart for like especially players to not like spend their money. Yeah. Yeah, you got to save. Definitely save your money. So there's a lot of ups and downs yeah, to the NFL. But the NFL or any other sports, do you have any icks that you're like, they they can do without? All right. So my my biggest, and I mean biggest sports ick, is when NFL's teams hang on to coaches for too long. Like Be- when everyone knows they're not good? Yes. Because of, like, dedication to, like, the team, kind of? No. I, I feel like there's a lot of, like, personal relationships in the NFL that keep people jobs. Like, yeah. a, a lot of nepotism. Can you give us some example? I'm kind of thinking about one So, So, year. for example, the Dallas Cowboys. The Dallas Cowboys is owned by Jerry Jones. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Jerry Jones is one of the richest people on he the planet. He really is. Yeah, so, Jerry Jones, historically has had really good Cowboy teams, like really good Cowboys teams. Like the Cowboys are usually a 11 to 13 win team every single year, but they never make it to the, at least a title game. It's because Jerry Jones goes out and he picks coaches that he can kind of control because he, he uh-huh. wants to be, how do I explain this? He want, kind of wants to be the person who takes all the credit when things are going well. So he picks coaches who aren't going to, oppose what he wants right so he wants to be like the coach and the owner yes so he's basically in theory he's the owner the gm and the coach could the owner ever be a coach technically no but if you hire a coach that's like kind of gonna really oppose you you're cut you could kind of Put your influence on what they're calling could well i know mark cuban recently just sold i believe his portion of the the Mavericks could he like like when he like had that stock or like that portion of ownership could he be like I want to be a coach in theory yes he could but Mark Cuban actually he still 
is, I don't know how to explain his situation. I, I've heard about his situation is very unique. He sold part of his stake in the Mavericks, mm-hmm. but the person he sold it to, I guess they have like a handshake agreement that Mark Cuban still is like kind of on the ownership group. Yeah. If that makes sense. So he still has like enough influence in that building to make mm-hmm. decisions. Yeah, I feel like he wouldn't want to give that up. Yeah, I feel like he yeah. didn't give up like full control of the right. organization. So, right. wait, how do you try out to be a coach? Do you just like submit a resume and then they I'm, watch? I'm assuming you like film, like you. So, have to, so stats? how coaching is? It's it's kind of like any other company. It's 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 a ladder system. Yeah. So most coaches you see are head coaches has started as like uh like QCs. Mm-hmm. They start as QCs or assistants, and then maybe you do a year or two of really good work. And then you'll get promoted to assistant O-line coach or running backs coach. And then from there, you put a couple years in there. And then if you're doing really well, your next step might be assistant offensive coordinator. Then after offensive assistant offensive coordinator, you might get hired somewhere else as an offensive coordinator. And then as from a coordinator, then eventually, if you're lucky, a head coach. What's the difference between a coordinator and just a coach? So coordinators are coaches, but the coordinators – only focus specifically on their side of the ball. So the offensive, so say for example, say if I'm the head coach and I w- I'm hiring you two for jobs, I would hire Janine as the offensive coordinator, which means Janine's sole purpose is to just focus on the offense. Are those the ones that sit in like the box that like you always yes. see? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so those are the ones they, they usually flip the camera to and they're in the box and they look like they're like about to pull their hair out. Yep. They're very stressed looking. Yeah, they look very stressed. Hand on the forehead. (laughs) Yeah, no, no, literally because I mean we we laugh about it, but in reality, a lot of those like coaches are literally coaching for their like careers. Like they might not have a job in like a in like a week. So then why they're like super stressed? Why doesn't the head coach sit up there like in between them? So the head coach can't shouldn't actually go to the booth because the head coach is the CEO. So they're responsible for managing everything. So them being in the booth, they can't see what's going on on the sideline. Right. They can't see subs. Ooh. They they basically have to. And then also the head coach is the only person that the referees legally allowed to speak to. So if there's a penalty, if there's any situation with subs, any sort of form of communication, the head coach has to be on the sideline. Like that's not even up for debate. Oh, so they couldn't okay. go like talk to like another coach on the sideline. No. What if they had a question? No, there's only there's only one speaking coach. So like that's even down to high school. So like even high school, the referees will only when it comes to like calls and stuff, they'll mm-hmm. only speak to the head coach. They, so like the ones in the booth, are they talking to them in the headset yes. thing? So then they can tell them, oh, do this. Yes. So the coaches that are in the booth have like a main headset that connects to say five or six smaller headsets. Okay. And then They'll make a call and it'll pass along to those five or six headsets. Then it'll be echoed down to the field, echoed down to the players. So is the head coach the only one that can make the decision to challenge a play? Or like can like the coaches in the booth like, you know, like tell them down there, oh, you should challenge that? Yes. So there's actually a person in every booth that their sole purpose is just to watch the replay to tell the head coach if he should challenge or not. Because if you think about it, if you're on the field – and I don't know if you've ever been to, like, an NFL game in person before. No. Like, they move. Like, everything's going, like, the speed of light. Right. So, a lot of yeah. times, you in real time, you can't see what happened. But there is a person that's in the booth that's watching on the monitor where it's much slower, much chopped up. 
where they'll say like, hey, you know, this receiver, the ball hit the ground, challenge it. Mm-hmm. So there's a person in every booth that their sole purpose is just to watch to see if we need to challenge. And then once, say if it's a challengeable play, then they'll radio down, hey, Janine, I, you have to challenge this play. And then they'll throw the head coach with all the flags. So they really have eyes everywhere. Yes. So it's, it's like helpful. an eye in the sky. Yeah. Yeah. I like do you have any more X? Like anything else that um, you feel like any in any sport, not just football? Um, you're like, no. I mean, I just love sports. I don't really, right? I don't really have too many bad things to say about sports. Well, to go back to what you said about the holding on to coaches, even though it's been like a long yeah. time, like it's time to go, Sally. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Get is, out of here. Is there like, <laughs> is there a, a coach you're willing to name drop for us that you feel like? It's Do time it. to go. Uh, like it's time to retire. You know you want to. Just name drop. Uh, I'm going to pass on that because I actually don't believe in. So I don't actually believe in for calling for anyone's job. Because like I said, you know, there is a human part to football where, you know, a lot of people get on the internet and they're like, oh, fire this person. Yeah. He should never work in the NFL again. Mm-hmm. But then it's like, you got to remember, like, this is a guy with a wife. Right. And like four kids at home, right. like like this job is literally what he's using to pay his like mortgage. Right. Like, yeah, that reminds me of like the Steelers back in the season. Um, that just passed. Anytime they would post anything, all I would see in the comments was "Fire Matt Canada, Fire Matt Canada, Fire Matt Canada," which they ended up doing. Yeah, but yeah, it's a lot on the the, the coach slander, like the they, fire Ken Dorsey, yeah. fire Ken Dorsey. Yeah, and they brought in Arthur Smith, which is probably same thing <laughs> like i'm just being just a different sh- person same thing yeah no no, no it's it it could possibly be worse so. and like the, i remember the mike tomlin conference and they were like does anybody have any questions for him and like no one had a question for like 10 seconds i was like damn <laughs> <laughs> well dante since yes. you love sports so much right yes. and the coaches let's play a game sure so it's called coach play leave coach play leave coach play leave so play name leave. what team you would coach for what team you would play for, and then what team you would leave. Okay. So question, does it, are we just talking football? Are we talking like you can mix basketball, um, ba- football, basketball, we, baseball? We can mix. Yeah. We can mix. We can mix Absolutely. Match. Yeah. yeah. So we'll start with, we'll start with um, baseball. Okay, sure. Okay. Let's do we'll baseball edition. Yeah. All right. Baseball. We're all doing it? I'll go. I'll go. Let's do okay. it. You go first. Baseball. Yankees. Red Sox, uh-huh. Orioles. Okay. so Which one would you coach? I would definitely coach. I would definitely coach the Orioles. Baltimore. Because uh, the Orioles are actually one of the better young teams in baseball. Mm-hmm. Believe it or not, they've been, obviously, they've been pretty bad for a long time. Wow. But they Sorry, actually, guys. they did a really, they did a really <laughs> nice job of developing their players out of the farm system. Mm-hmm. So I've been watching a couple games and they're 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 pretty deep. Mm-hmm. Okay, what about basketball. And I would um, I would definitely I would definitely play for the Yankees because I'm from the Bronx. Yeah. Like I said, like playing in that stadium, you got to represent. Yeah, that would be like a dream playing in my city. So yeah, and I would, I, of course, I would leave the Red Sox. Who likes the Red Sox? Like literally. Oh, <laughs> okay. So for basketball, I'm gonna leave the Knicks out of it. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> okay. So we have the Lakers. Okay. okay. Um, we'll do my team, the Rockets. Okay. And let me think of another one. Um, the Celtics. Ooh. Which ones? So, hmm. 
I would definitely coach the Rockets. Thank you. Because we could use. <laughs> I feel like the Rockets have a lot of young talent, and they're just you know super young. Like they're fun, they're high flying. I mean, they do need a little bit of direction, but I feel like it would definitely be fun to be in Houston and just see like the energy they have in that arena. Mm-hmm. Um, Great team. I would definitely play for the. I would play for the Celtics. Really? Yeah, I would actually play for the Celtics because I've I just I've seen like TD Garden. I just know like how serious Boston fans take the Celtics. Mm-hmm. And you would I, leave the Lakers? Yeah. Oh no, I'm leaving the Lakers. I feel like LeBron would just give me a headache. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I could see that. I feel like playing and coaching like with LeBron is like a lot of pressure. Because I feel like you right. just know like you're never gonna live up. Yeah. To well, what LeBron is. Yeah, and then also the problem is is like. Whenever LeBron goes to a team and a team doesn't win, no one ever points the finger at LeBron. It's always mm-hmm. someone else they point the finger at. Yeah. So I feel like I would be like the scapegoat. Like if I was a coach, the first yeah. person they're going to point a finger at, but oh, this coach is awful. Right. Yeah. But in reality, it's like, yo, it's hard to coach LeBron. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a good okay, one. Yeah. That's a good one. Well, what about football? I'll say one, you say one, Santino. Okay. Football. Okay. We have the Chiefs, mm-hmm. Ravens. Ooh. We'll toss it a 49ers. Okay. Ooh, that was a good one. one. Thank you. Um, Chiefs, Ravens, 49ers. Which one Which one would you coach? I would definitely coach the 49ers. Okay. San Fran. Because I feel like they have a lot of weapons. They have a lot of like, a lot of good players. They have a lot of a right. really good, really good area too. Yeah. Like that part of California is like super yeah. beautiful. We love mm-hmm. you, Brock Purdy. Yeah. And I feel like I would really get to be creative as like an offensive coordinator. Um, I would definitely play for, mm, I would actually play for Baltimore. Okay. Because I just, I, I, I've been to a Ravens game a couple times and mm-hmm. I've just like felt that energy in that stadium. And also like I've, been to baltimore too many times like i love the city of baltimore so how close is it to new york city it's like, like two? no it's like three and a half oh, like, my fault. it's like three fault. to three and a half but it's <laughs> not that bad it's yeah. it's usually like a straight drive it's not too much traffic like That's it's good it's pretty nice and i've been there a lot since i was a kid so i definitely like uh-huh. living like being in that baltimore yeah. area. we love you lamar jackson you were supposed to Woo. save us but we still love you <laughs> um so then you would leave the chiefs yeah i would definitely leave kansas Sorry, city goodbye guys. andy Reid. because i feel like just you no, have enough i feel like no matter too. what you do I would always be in the shadow of like Patrick Mahomes, Mahomes, Taylor Swift, and Travis Kelsey. Taylor, <laughs> we love we love Taylor on this podcast. There's no yeah. slander. We love her. No, no, we yeah. love Taylor. No, but I just yeah. know, I just know, I'll, I'm never gonna be bigger than Taylor Swift. <laughs> Who's their Show kicker? me on the screen. Show me. <laughs> yeah, like I would get no TV. Time. Who's their kicker? The Chiefs kicker, Harrison Bucker. Yep. Um, I did him on my DraftKings. I, nice, I he nice. did hit my parlay. Thank nice. you so much, sir. Shout out Bucker. <laughs> um, Santino, what is your final football? pick for our game of coach play leave okay i will do the bills for janine Woo! go bills the jaguars for me um and the eagles okay that's that's a good those are good picks thank you thank you who would you play for so I would definitely play for the Bills. Go Buffalo. Thank you, Dante. Okay. Yeah, the Bills. And don't get me wrong, I'm not a Bills fan. I went to the uh, Bills-Giants game this year. And that was probably the 
Were you nervous? Not even nervous. That was probably the most like lit experience I've ever had at a me, football yeah, game. Yeah, me and Dante were both there. And like, it was aw. great. Like I just I really like how like like TV doesn't do Bill's games justice. Like right. it's just one of those like experiences that like you have to be there experience how lit that game actually yep. was. So those do, mafia is no joke. Yeah, I do respect the energy out there in Buffalo. Shout out Buffalo. I'm Thank not you gonna so say much, anything Dante. bad about the team, but why do you have to jump through tables? Because, like, what if you hurt yourself and then never get to the game? You do it for Buffalo. Yeah, you know. You do it for Josh Allen. They had the one car lady from the commercial jump through the table. You serious? Yeah. That'd be me. That'd be yeah. me. You know they uh, they started lighting the tables on fire. Now, I right? saw that. that. I'm like, all right. <laughs> all right, you're not going to work the, tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> okay, which team would you coach for? So between the Eagles and the Jags. Jaguars. Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, I would definitely coach Philly. I feel like. Are you serious? Yeah, so you yeah just, I'm sorry, Santina. I would definitely coach all right, well, Philly. We're in the Super Bowl next year. I, I do really like. I do like. <laughs> I do like Jalen Hurts. I yep. even though he's a rival, I do like Jalen Hurts as a quarterback. I've yep. been a fan of his for a while. Jason Kelsey. I like. Great. I actually. I'm actually a really big fan of their general manager, Howie Roseman. Nice. He he does a really good job of like building teams and Aww. building rosters. So I am a fan of his work. Um. So I would definitely love to coach there. Yeah. And then you would leave the Jaguars. Anyways. Yeah, I would leave the Jaguars. Uh, Sorry. <laughs> Wait, I think I actually have one more that I really want to know about Dante's opinion before we, before um, we wrap up today's episode. Carolina Panthers. Yikes. <laughs> Chicago Bears. Oh, wow. Just leave all of them. And let's toss in, I'm trying to think about this year, statistics and all that. So we're going to go Bears, uh-huh. Panthers. Uh-huh. And let's toss in a Jets. I was gonna say Jets. We're on the same same wavelength. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I would, I would coach the Bears. Okay, because, did you hear that, Dad? Yeah, I would coach the Bears because they're <laughs> obviously city of Chicago, beautiful city, right? Um, they have the number one pick in the draft, which Justin is Fields. There you go. What, well, no, it's gonna be Caleb Williams. Justin Fields is probably on his way out, so. <laughs> And Caleb Williams is, like, deemed to be, like, a generational quarterback, like the next Patrick Mahomes, the next, like, like he's the next big thing, so. Like Super Bowl? Yeah, like, he's one of those type of players. Is he coming out of college? Yeah, he's he's from, he's, uh, he went to USC. Nice. Nice. So, he's, I I know, like, coaching a player like that would be, like, big time, so Mm. I definitely would like to be there. I like what they're doing with their team. They're building the right way. Okay, so you're coaching for Chicago. Are you going to leave the Jets or are you going to leave the Panthers? I'm definitely leaving the Panthers. <laughs> and not even for the reason wow. not even for the reason that you think I would leave. So it's not even that they're a bad team. It's the fact that like their owner's a little bit of like a maniac. So oh. I don't I don't know if you've like seen this. There's a video no. of him like uh he got like upset at one of the games and tossed like a full drink on like a random fan. Me. Oh. Like, 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 yeah. (laughs) So I just, I just kind of think he's a little, he's just a little hectic at times. Yeah. He just really loves the game. Yeah, no, he does. But I feel like that would stress me out. And then, so you're going to leave or you're, uh, oh no, you're, so you're going to be playing for the Jets. Yeah, I'll play for the Jets. Just, just because it's New York. I'll do it, do it for the city. You and Aaron Rodgers would just become besties. Don't pull an Aaron Rodgers. He had his five seconds of fame. What does pull an Aaron Rodgers? The first game, isn't he the one that got hurt? Yeah, he got hurt six plays in. I would hope not. I'm coaching. (laughs) I mean, oh no, I'm playing. He gets to sit at home, kick back and get a, get a paycheck. Yeah. I mean, you still get to stay home. 
That's pretty. It's a, vac- it's a vacay. It's basically a vacation. Yeah. Yeah. So, Dante, you know, I don't know that much about sports. Okay. Can you explain, like, the whole T. Higgins, he's been franchised to the Bengals? Who day? Who day? Yes. Who day, my God? Yes. So, T. Higgins has been hit with the uh, franchise tag. Uh, basically, what the franchise tag is, is when you want to keep a player, but you're not yet ready to negotiate a contract or you've tried to negotiate a contract and you haven't come to an agreement, but you don't want to lose this player or let him hit the open market. So basically use the franchise tag and it's a one year contract. That's going to be worth the average of the top five players at his positions, total salary. Mm -hmm. So yeah. So basically they, they know that they paid Joe Burrow. They're, Probably going to have to max out Jamar Chase. He's a great player. Yeah, Jamar Chase is really Wide good. receiver? Yeah, wide oh, receiver yeah. as well. So, so in theory, it's really hard to max out two wide receivers on the same team. So right. that's why they're kind of just like prolonging that process to see if they could get another Super Bowl run before they have to make a tough decision. Yeah, he's yeah. a great player, so I'm surprised. I would hate to tell that person my decision. Yeah. Like that they're it's off kinda, the team. It's like hot and cold kind of like. But I feel like even if he did... Leave the Bengals, he would get snatched up to another team yeah. pretty quickly. Um, Dante, so for our final question for today, we've had a great time with you, Dante. It's been amazing. So much. We're Thank so you. Glad, glad for having me. We want to know. So the NFL has a total of 32 teams. Mm-hmm. If the NFL had to get rid of two teams to make an even 30, which two teams would be gone first, in your opinion? This is actually pretty tough. I mean, you got to take in consideration how many states have so many teams and also how are the teams performing as a whole. Two teams, take them out, talk to us. So I'm actually, what I'm going to do is I'm going to pick one team from each conference. I like that. So it feels a little fair. Yeah. So in the NFC, I'm going to pick the Panthers. You really don't like the Panthers? <laughs> well, because I feel like they're just kind of just like there. Like they don't really. And the coach is a maniac. Yeah. And I feel like they don't really do a good job of like supporting their quarterbacks. Even like yeah. back to yeah. like Cam Newton. Like Cam Newton went to the Super Bowl with like. Right. Literally nothing. Does the Car- yeah. do the Carolina Panthers, do they represent North and South Carolina? Technically, yeah. Okay. Yeah, they're technically. Are they the only teams in the Carolinas? Yeah. I believe so. Yeah, their uniform's light blue. Yes, yeah, with like the baby the, powder. With the black powder panther I like on it. the powder blue look. Well, we're waiting still for our pink jerseys. Get rid of them. Keep the jerseys. <laughs> Why don't you become a Panthers fan? No. I can never leave the Jags. I'm a Jag for life. Though. Jag for life. <laughs> um, and AFC, talk to us. And AFC team, I'm actually going to get rid of might surprise you. It's actually the Chargers. Oh, okay. Well, because there's... Where are they from again? Los Angeles. There's yeah. two of them, right? So so what I'm going to say is is actually really interesting. The Chargers probably have the worst, probably the worst fan base in the NFL because people don't actually show up to Chargers games. I heard that. Yeah. So like say, say Found if like, where we're going for our first podcast. Say <laughs> if the, um, so for example, say if the Chargers are home in LA uh-huh. and there's like, they're playing like the Jaguars, right? Mm-hmm. When you go to the game, like eighty percent of the fans are like from Jacksonville. Like, like, <laughs> like most people in Los Angeles just don't mm-hmm. care about the Chargers. Really? Oh yeah, they gosh. just like don't care because there's like so many teams in California. Well, like, there's the 49ers. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. 
And then you got to remember, there's st- there's the Rams, the Rams, mm-hmm. Rams, and then also a lot of California people still rock with the Raiders, even though they're no longer because mm-hmm. they moved to Vegas, exactly. right? So yeah. a lot of those like Oakland fans are still followed to Vegas. Um, so I just feel like the Chargers don't really have that. Like, I haven't really met a uh, an excited Chargers yeah. fan. I I think yeah that's a great what so the the Rams are they Los Angeles yes, as well yes the Rams are Los Angeles so you as got well. two teams in one in one, in one city stadium, one stadium they share a stadium so it's kind of like the Jets and Giants it's basically like in, the Jets in, and Giants in Jersey they share SoFi that's interesting okay. I think Dante I agree I agree with those picks those thank would you, be those would be a, two good picks yeah yeah well Dante we're so happy that you decided. Yay. To join us today, Thank you for I feel like me. you've we, taught us so much. Yes, yeah, we could. I feel like I could keep just going and just talking with you about football because there's just so many questions mm-hmm. and not enough time in the world. But we'll have to have you back. Oh, You'll be back definitely. for sure. But we're excited because next week we're going to be talking about March Madness, about basketball. I went to the Basketball Hall of Fame Museum. We'll be talking about that next episode when um, I witness. I went to a Knicks game. One time. There we go. Yep. So we'll that be was a lot up, of fun. We'll be bringing up all those points. We're gonna be making a March Madness bracket for college basketball. Yep. It's gonna be a good time. I know. I'm always sad when the football season ends, but hey, that means another sport is starting. I like basketball. I like basketball. I think I know more about basketball than football. For yeah, sure. and you'll you'll help me out in that area. I'll try. Let me get three points, <laughs> two points. <laughs> <laughs> but if um, you could find us anywhere on TikTok, Instagram. Girls Gone Sports Pod. Girls Gone Sports. Sports. We're available on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcast. Anywhere that you listen to podcasts, you can find us under Girls Gone Sports Podcast. We're so excited. Thank you guys so much again. Thank you, Dante. We have been Girls Gone Sports Podcast. Girls Gone Sports Podcast.